0: Hello, Stanners. We're back. Did you miss me? Of course you didn't. I'm joined here today by... Me. Your, I want you to say <laughs> oh, your Oh, did you, name. you want me to say my yeah, name? I, yeah. If, 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 if that's not a problem for you. You want me to say it now? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Mr. DeGrosa. Glenn DeGrosa, to be exact. Okay, I was waiting for the Glenn. All right. Now, and I'm joined by co-host today.
1: Ella McGrage. She's going to
0: die laughing halfway through this episode. Okay. <laughs> Shouldn't you have been the one, though, to introduce me? Yeah, but I
2: I said I'm joined. joined, Doesn't a host and a co-host usually? I'm joined today. Announced a guest. It made it it a little more awkward the fact that I had to announce myself. That's how we do it here. Yeah. This
0: isn't the Howard Stern show. I know. Well, was a little awkward. Hmm? Go ahead. Okay, let's just let's. Um, that was fun. alright, so. Let's get right into it. Uh first off I'd like to thank you guys for uh season two. Season two was cool, season two was fun. Uh I think every episode crossed at least one hundred and fifty listens. So uh that's a milestone. Uh this is a season three premiere. Yay. We have a new we have a new little um, we have a new little color for the season three. Season three, I think we're making it green. It says like season two was orange, season three is green, because I love California. And yeah. <laughs> Um, just a couple quick announcements. First off, after hours, uh, after hours is on hold until like December, because I'm busy and I have a life outside of this microphone. A it's okay then. It's alright. We have lives. We wear the sweater to prove it. <laughs> Anyways, also, this is talk that everyone keeps like you know harassing me about. Um, this is my final season. Yes, I'm not going to continue this while I'm in college. I have, I, I want to move on. Boo. But when am like, I boo? I want to go. Um, but the big conversation has always been, Oh, who's going to take it? A lot of people have said that my brother's going to take it, but he has literally almost no interest. He said that he might want to interview a tard, but that's really it. But besides that, the search for the new co-host will not begin immediately. It will begin in February of 2020, late February of 2020. I'm telling you guys now, because I don't want to see emails like, Hey, can I have lunch table talk? No, I haven't even started season three. You know who you are. Anyways. <laughs> Let's just get right into the questions. We'll start with just some basic questions about Malloy. Me and Ella are alternate and you answer in a very truthful fashion. 100%. No boundaries. No boundaries. Are you, are, are you okay with that? Glenn. Some, did you, are you talking to me? I'm talking, I said Glenn. (coughs) Okay, yeah, I'm ready. Alright, cool. So, let's start. Uh, I'll start. How did you get to Malloy? Now, A lot of teachers have a problem with this question thinking that, I mean, oh, did you use a car, train, bus? But no, I mean, like, how did you get to work here? Um,
2: Well, I was born a poor child in Suffolk County. And uh, I took a train one day. And my parents just said, you know, wherever you get off is where your new life will be. And that's basically what happened. The brothers raised me, mm-hmm. and uh, I became a, uh, a teacher, and thinking that I would love to do and teach you know, kids, and eventually someday do a podcast with some of them. <laughs> and it's already turning out very incredibly awkward. I believe most of that is true. <laughs> <laughs> How did I get to Milan? Well, uh, I went to college. I studied education and music and art, and then um I was teaching uh, I was teaching grammar school mm-hmm. and then I took off after almost three years of teaching grammar school i didn't want to teach grammar school anymore because they suck no no, not for that reason but because um you know when you teach when you're teaching grammar school i I felt myself that I was not. Um, using all the things that I studied in my life, mm-hmm. and uh, I wanted to. Dear Jesus. What
0: the heck? What <laughs> happened? All right, guys. Um, we have uh, a little blackout. So the studio turned dark. Oh, my God.
1: I think it's, it's emotions. I, I'm, I'm it's actually old. scared right now. Hold
2: on. I'm literally.
1: Okay.
2: Oh, there oh, you go. We're fine. Can you like to turn that off? Oof, um, that was scary.
0: I'm not, <laughs> guys, I'm, I'm, I, my oh, my God. <laughs> Thank okay, you. you know what? Okay. Let we'll just hope that they catch. It. Okay, sorry, we'll cut that out. Is that new? Okay, but yeah. So you 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 weren't. Uh, hold your on, potential. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> <laughs> this never happens. I'm sorry. I uh, Hold on, let me get a drink of water. Oh,
1: Lord. Can you be any
2: louder? Where was I? Um, you said you hated little kids. Oh yeah. <laughs> No, so I um I started te- I started working at uh, the YMCA and the CYO, mm-hmm. and I used to do- run camps and I used to work with uh, uh, kids at the YMCA who needed like um, special needs and other things like that. Yeah, and I used to do some art classes and other things with them, and I was I guess biding my time waiting for a job to come along, but I was also teaching privately. Mm-hmm classical guitar, piano, voice, and other things. And it just turns out that one of my students was a student at Malloy. He was a freshman, mm-hmm. and I happened to go to his house for a guitar lesson, and he mentioned that he heard that Malloy that September was looking for a music teacher and an art teacher.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, I came down to Malloy, gave him my resume to Brother Roy, and Brother Roy hired me for both positions. Oh. And that's how it started. That was 20 years ago this year. Wow. Wow! Yes.
1: Are
2: you going to throw a party? No. I will throw a party at some point. Oh, okay. yeah, it's right. called retirement. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. Is there a class that you would like to have slash teach at Molloy?
2: Well, there was a class that I used to teach here that was actually, I taught it for three years. It was a lot, a lot of fun. It was a senior elective. And it was called the history of rock and roll.
1: Really?
2: Yes. And Why is that not a thing anymore? Yeah. Uh, it's no. They actually decided that, um, you know, when freshmen come in and the class sizes get bigger and everything else, you um, there's only so many classes you can teach, and okay. so uh, the history of rock and roll couldn't go on any further because I was needed to teach freshmen in sophomore. Um, but if I was to bring back a course, that would be it.
1: That sounds really awesome. It was great
2: because we studied everything from the blues, all the way up into modern day music.
0: Wow. Yeah. we have questions about modern day music coming up too. So, mm. like, you know, get ready. I to wouldn't flex. know anything about that. Well, well, well. Some modern day, some like comparison, but you get ready to flex some of your old knowledge. Uh oh. Um, let's get to this. This is one of my favorite questions. Um, what's with the man bun? I mean, like we like it and all, but Good. we just want to know what's up with, it. like, who who encouraged you to do it? Who inspired Inspiration. you? Inspiration. Yeah. yeah. Did you see like an ice cream cone, and we're like, I want that on the back of my head. It sounds like to me that you are ridiculing. My no, hair. no, no. I actually really like it, and you know, it you want to know what I, you want to know what I like more <laughs> is if you had the bun, but you also had a little bit of hair going down as well. Well, you know, I did. I didn't always have the man bun. Well, yeah, I know, I, I know you didn't come out of the womb, and you were like, oh, there it is. No, actually, I started growing my hair when I was thirteen. Like actually? Actually, I, yeah. Okay. I, I already, How
1: long yeah. is
2: it exactly right now. Uh, almost to my waist. Wow. Like, what?
0: Yeah.
2: Now, the thing is, is that, um, uh, there was a time of, about 15 years ago or so, I walked into Mr. Doherty's office mm-hmm. and it just, I don't know how it came up, but he said something like, you know, I'll give you $20 if you shave your head today. Just 20 bucks? Yeah, 20 bucks. I was desperate. okay? <laughs> no. So I went right to the barbershop. Mm. I told the guy, give me a one clip, and he one-clipped my head. Oh my I came back to school, and I said to Mr. Doherty, give me my 20 bucks. That's a true story. Shaved all my hair off. Now,
1: how long ago
2: was that? That was, that was uh, at least 15 years ago. Okay, so I now, had time. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, that was the last time. The truth of the matter was, when I did shave my hair off, um, my head is in the shape of a meatball, <laughs> and I did look
0: like a serial killer. So I just wanted Lord. to mention that. <laughs> That's not going to get you in trouble. From whom? You know what? Yeah, you're right. From none. All right. <laughs> um, so I started growing my hair again right away. Instantly. Great. Yes. Awesome. Instantly. We have more questions, kind of hair related, but we'll get to those later. Question four.
1: All right. What are some of your favorite or most embarrassing high school me- memories?
0: Oh. Ho, ho.
2: <laughs>
0: so I was teaching
2: fifth grade, and the it's our, our Lady of Grace in Howard Beach. Okay. And I was <laughs> upset with the fifth graders because they didn't do well on a test. And so I was reprimanding them at my desk, and I was telling them, you know, they were going to do a retake of the test and everything else, and they were all upset. And I went to go sit in the chair, and the whole chair, all four legs broke. Oh. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this is out keep explaining. Oh, oh, my God. I can't. Are
0: you scared of the
1: dark?
2: That's actually a question. We no, should. no, I'm not scared of the tar.
1: I think you're lying. How
2: <laughs> scared you are. Not <laughs> scared at all. I feel just fine. Uh huh.
1: Mm-hmm. Just answer it.
2: Just answered
0: it. By the way, we're talking about high
2: school memories. so That was a funny story. Uh yeah. So that was a teaching memory. Okay. Did you want to know about like when I was in high school? Yeah, I mean like if you remember that. Uh, what are you insinuating? Nothing. Interesting. <laughs> uh, high school memories. Well, in high school, I was a quiet kid. I was a really quiet kid and music and art was everything to me. I just, I took music and art, uh, for a full year, every year of my life in school. Um, I was on honor roll in music and art all, every year in, in high school. Um, I wasn't, I was weak in certain classes. Uh, I was weak in math, it wasn't my forte. And, uh, I never had to take like classes like chemistry and stuff because, When I was going to school, you were allowed to drop one core subject after 10th grade. Really? Yes. And so um, I dropped math. And chemistry, after you took earth science and other things, you didn't have to take things like that. (laughs) I didn't have to take physics or anything like that. Um, Probably one of the best memories I've had in high school was when I was in the Battle of the Bands with my band, and we won. That's
1: awesome. Yeah.
2: And we were in the yearbook, you know, as the winners of the Battle <laughs> nice. Bands and stuff. So, And that's when you saw my long hair. A, an odd thing in high school was uh, <laughs> a month before I graduated high school, mm-hmm. the principal stopped me in the hallway and said, do you go to the school?
1: Oh, my gosh. And I said, yeah, I've been here
2: for four years. She said, I don't think I have a record on you. And so she brought me into the principal's office, and she said, you've never been in trouble. And I said, no. And she said, when do you graduate? What grade are you? And I said, I graduate in a month. Mm-hmm. She said, have a nice life. And that was pretty much it. I never well, was I ever in always- trouble. I was, not a, I was not a bad kid. I was always a good kid. I was always focused on my studies, but mostly on music and, and art.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, music more so because music was harder for me to do than in art. So art was more natural. Yeah. Whereas the music
0: was, I had to work at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Speaking of music, and you're talking about your band. Correct me if I'm wrong. Your band was a rock band, correct? Was or is? Was. Well, I don't know. Do you still play? Yeah. yeah. You yeah. still do? Of oh course. Yeah. Oh my God. Then one of these questions is kind of irrelevant. <laughs> I um, I just released a new album. <laughs> yeah. Wait for real? That's yeah. Merch. Wait, like actually, like I yeah, It's a double CD. Do you have it on SoundCloud it or Spotify? Like seven no, no, because um, Cause I would plug that
2: so hard right now. Well, no, because I'm um, I'm actually entertaining a number of record deals in Europe and in this country in America. So, Word. and if you were to put it on Spotify, SoundCloud, or Pandora or other things, record labels look down upon that. And they would—they don't wow. sign bands if they know that it's already been released. Mm-hmm.
1: Wow.
0: So they won't do it. So that's why I held back to doing it. So what we're saying it. right now is watch out because, like, I don't know, some record label and like it always gonna be like, hey yo, I'm dropping the grosses.
2: Um, well, it maybe, but um, the ones that uh, I'm entertaining now are in in Latvia, Germany, England, mm-hmm. uh, actually a label in Pennsylvania. Oh. Um, and a few others, but uh, I'm still waiting to figure out what I want to do and where I want to go and what the best offers are. So it takes a little time. Interesting. But if I did release the music on a broader sense, they would not sign the band. That's and interesting. it's important because if a band is, you know, looking to go on tour, um, these labels, if after they release, promote and everything else, distribute, press, there's a lot involved, you know, and videos, yeah. and uh, this all takes time. So, they don't want to put that investment in if they know that they're not going to make the money back. Yeah. Nice. Okay.
1: Um, what do you think of rock music nowadays, or to put it in better terms, the server?
0: Se- se- I don't know why it's <laughs> spelled that way. It's supposed to be the severe lack, severe lack classic of classic rock. today. Mm-hmm. Like, it's coming back, but, like, you see, like, you know, it's, like, clean. It's coming
1: back in, like, things like Close Malone.
2: Postal you know of, Postal yeah, yeah, yeah. He has yeah.
0: I don't live he in talks. a shoe, okay? <laughs> Just make sure. I have heard of these bands.
2: No, I know who these bands are. Uh what do I think about it? Well
1: Like, do you still listen to your old music and stuff, or do you like have you do you like take time to listen to the new stuff?
2: I really don't listen. What oh my, God. my God? answer the question, answer the question. I um <laughs> I um yeah, I don't really listen to a lot of rock music, per se.
1: Really?
2: Yeah, I, I really don't. I, um, especially when I'm writing music. Because mm-hmm. when you're writing music, if you listen to a lot of music in that genre, then the other bands and other stuff will leak into your writing. Okay. And so their influence, they can influence your, your composition. So I don't do that a lot. I do listen to myself, oddly enough, a lot. And the reason I do is because I'm always looking to better what I've done. Right. And so I'm always searching <laughs> as to ways to do that. Yeah. It's kind of like study. You're studying not just music, but you're studying the music you write. Because if to be original is very difficult.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: A lot of students here at Malloy also don't realize that. Like. It's easy today to go on YouTube and other social media sites and Google or whatever and get the things that you want to do or create something. But by doing that, you're not creating it yourself. You're taking ideas from other sources and then you're trying to make it your own. And that's the lack of creativity to be completely original is very hard to do. And it takes years of development and study and. Trial and error and everything else to become original, for instance, your podcast now you're you're doing this with me and everything else, but you know that after the first time you did it, up until this time, you know how much better you've become at it. Mm, well, <laughs> maybe not you, but other people have, and so by working at it and listening to it, you re- you hear your mistakes. If the more you listen to it, the more you study yourself, the more you study your own stuff the better it becomes, and people notice that, Mm -hmm. and that's a lot. It's not enough of that is done, so I am very much into what I do. I'm just not a person who, you know, talks about it often because I'm normally studying about it or whatever, but, um, (coughs) you know, I'm writing now, and I'm composing now, and so a lot of what was on my last record was also a lot of orchestrated music, Orchestral music, which took a lot of time to write, because you're writing for multiple instruments and multiple melodies and multiple things, and on top of doing all of that, I also do all of the artwork. So there's a lot of juggling that goes on, and that took some time. That's why the album took four years to record.
1: Would you ever hire people to do that for you, or you would you
2: absolutely? Any time oh, you know I don't that. have to do it, I'd be glad <laughs> okay. to give it okay. to someone else. But the problem is, is that when you do things like that, then you're giving up. Ownership of what you do. So, yeah,
1: like if somebody else did your artwork, it wouldn't
2: be. I wouldn't fun. have a problem with someone doing my artwork. Okay. I, what I have a problem with is sometimes their ideas because okay. they can take something that you're known for and then move it some in a direction which you don't want it to go. Yeah. So you have to always be in control. It's kind of like a product. If you make a product, um, say you make a, a new kind of soda or something, um, and you want to put that product on shelves and you want to move it along, well, that takes time. Mm-hmm. it takes de- a decade at least just to get your you know soda out there that people even know it actually exists
1: mm-hmm.
2: for most people they say with music if it, if you're in a band they say that if you're in the band with the same members pretty much for 5 years and you've put out a record pretty much each year then you become relevant and if you become relevant well then and only then will you have some success. Yeah. But most fans never get there. Yeah. And they usually break up or they have problems and then that's where it all goes. But um you know, anything in life that uh takes time, you know, is worth doing is going to take time. So you you have to put the time in. You know, yeah. but we're in an age of where everybody wants everything quick. Yeah. And that's not good because the quality of things suffers. Yeah.
1: You
2: know. So mm-hmm. if you if you learn anything from it, it's, that's what it is. It's take your time don't worry about the reward it'll come as long as you
0: stay with so it yeah. yeah but always keep ownership of what you do yeah that's a, like that's a problem with like like you know it's all it's all we're in, we're in a world where it's constant like you know purchasing of ips intellectual property like i'm i'm talking right. business but like it's the con- it's the constant acquiring of assets that either you can Utilize to your advantage and make better than before or you just utilize it for the quick click and that's it. And there's no like substance to it. by the end.
2: Well, you things that last a long time, you know, are things that people put enormous effort into. Yeah. You know, one hit wonders or one hit wonders for a reason. Those people aren't in the limelight after a few years because they can't. Write a song as well as the one that made the hit, yeah, but we're also in a in a country which is very into the what's new and then it becomes old very quick, and then they go on to the next new thing and very old and then and it's just a revolving door yeah, but when you tour in Europe and you tour in in other places, there's a loyalty to things. Mm-hmm. In other countries, are very loyal to music and stuff. So, and we'll speak specifically about music. They're loyal to the genre. Yeah. They're loyal to the band. Mm-hmm. And so, when you go there, they always show up. Mm-hmm. They're waiting for you because this is it's It means something to them. Yeah. Here we're losing the meaning of what, you know, things mean to us. Like something that something that is here today, gone tomorrow, you, it wasn't here long enough to actually mean anything to somebody. And then only a scattered few people really remember it until <coughs> decades go by and then you, all of a sudden you hear about this person again and it's kind of like a revitalization of, of who they were. Mm-hmm. And so and now it now becomes new again. Well, I didn't always want to be that. If people didn't come in the first place, that's okay. As long as I was true to myself, you know, the success wasn't something I was looking for. It was just that I love music. I love playing live and I love recording and I love putting out music. If success happens to come with it, well, that's fine. But when I was a kid, it was all about having fun. You know, we went, when after high school, I went on tour. And when I went on tour, you know, it was about being on tour with your friends. Yeah. It was about the the experience mm-hmm. and I had that much fun. We had fun. And I learned a lot is the reason I went back to college because I also learned that even though you're on tour and you're having fun, I knew it was going to be hard to make a career out of. Yeah. yeah. But I also loved playing <laughs> jazz and classical music and I wanted to study more. So I went back to college and I went and I studied. and. Got my degrees. Mm-hmm. The problem was is that when you walk out of school, you start to realize that the people you were playing with once maybe aren't up to the same speed as you are anymore, mm-hmm. and so it was getting harder for me to play with those same people, and I had to move on to new people who I felt were more in touch with where I was. Yeah. And that's you know part of growing.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. It's just a constant evolution. Always. Yeah. And it never stops. Yeah. I'm, you know, right now I'm evolving because my last CD was it's 90 plus minutes of music, and I have to now write something better than that, mm-hmm. and that's yeah, going to be hard. Yeah, I mean, I just hard. I did released a video on it's on YouTube. It's um, it's a re imagination of a song written from an artist by the name of Christopher Cross in the '80s who won four Grammy Awards for the album it was on, and it's a song called Ride Like the Wind. And when I was a kid, when I was 18, I reimagined it for my band Lazarus, and we used to play it live, and it was always a big hit. Mm-hmm. Well, fast forward from 1987 till now, and here we were putting up this record, and my drummer, Mike Maroney, who was an alum of Beloy, yeah. um, he said, can we do a cover? And I said, well, why don't we do this one? He never even heard the song and we just did it and it just became one of the most popular songs on the record. So we decided to film a video and we released it and the first day we got 10,000 hits.
1: Wow. That's great. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So yeah, are we always are you always trying to re- reinvent yourself? Absolutely. I think the problem is is that people become too comfortable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you become comfortable, you lose your edge. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And so that's why I don't listen to a lot of music, because I don't want any of that to seep into what I'm doing, because then I'm going to lose
0: my originality. Yeah. You were talking about playing live. <coughs> I know that we have a lot of musicians that are teachers as well. You have, uh, uh He's my Bear Barbera. hmm You have uh, Gambino. Mm-hmm. You have a bunch of people. Mr. Stoltz. Mr. Stoltz. every Sheen, you know, you could you could go on forever. What I'm trying to say is, would you be willing to go up and open mic and shut them all up and just you play? <laughs> just you play for five minutes. Mm-hmm. I didn't,
2: first of all, I didn't know open mic was a contest.
0: It really isn't.
2: You know? I like. Isn't, to, but, it when isn't. You, but when you show up, oh, competitive. I think that
1: would be like a good
2: final like, act. Yes. No, I wouldn't be willing to. And no. the reason I'm not willing to is because you don't go... As you know, as com- comedic as it sounds, <laughs> we don't. We're not trying to do that as faculty and stuff. Yeah. You know, we don't do that. We're friends, so we don't. Yeah. Uh, it's not a competition for us. Um, if one of them wanted me to do something, maybe I would consider doing something with somebody. I've, I haven't been asked to do anything, but uh, um, but these days, uh, I also have very limited time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the band my own life and you know things you get your life becomes more complicated. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: The the more that I do in certain parts of my life, another one, sci-fi club, also takes up a lot of time. Mm -hmm. The more I do in one area, the less time I have for others.
1: Yeah.
2: And the balance becomes harder. And I'm not saying it selfishly that I wouldn't want to do things like that. It's just that my mindset is in certain spots. You have to understand something else too, and this is something that I think some people forget. Yes, we do it because we love it. But when you're building something as a as a business, mm-hmm. say for instance, my band, yeah. I'm building it as a business, you, you become, you move out of the reign of being an amateur, and then you start have to playing the game of being a professional. Mm-hmm. And now other people's lives are affected by you being a professional. Meaning, when you're on a record label, those people have a financial interest in you. And if you're not playing along with them and doing as they're also hoping that you're going to do, then you will no longer be there for very long. You understand? Yeah. And you need to move and keep moving forward. Those are all stepping stones to other things. These things help open doors along the way. Mm -hmm. And it's like that for anything. I don't care if it's music or you want to be a doctor or you want to be a lawyer, whatever you want to do, be a nurse. The minute you stop the focus is when those doors start to shut. Understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And when they start shutting, they're harder to open back up again. To open them in the first place is incredibly hard. That's, especially in music, but in anything in life, it's very hard to open those doors. When you're finally getting your foot into one, the last thing you want to do is pull it out, because you may never get that opportunity (coughs) again. Mm -hmm. So I've learned that lesson the hard way, and I'm opening doors, but I'm trying to keep them open. For every door I open, I'm hoping one more opens, and continuing on down the line. The other problem is, is that I have, I'm 51 now, right? So I'm getting older. Mm -hmm. I didn't, I don't have the same amount of years in front of me that I did when I was 31. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: When you're 31 or you're 21 or whatever, 51 seems like it's a million miles away. When you're 51, you start to realize I can only probably play this game for so much longer. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: So I need to open those doors a lot quicker. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying, yeah, so for you, you're young, you do whatever you have to do, have fun with it. they shut, they open, it doesn't matter because you have all the time now to do it
0: mm-hmm.
2: getting complacent, they'll never open, mm-hmm. but once they finally open to keep them open is the hard part, so that's why so i don't I'm not saying I wouldn't do things or I'm not saying i, I I'm always open to doing stuff with people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I have to learn yeah. to balance my time. Yeah, and I've I've, I've learned to do that pretty well.
0: Mm-hmm. You dropped a lot of
2: good senior quotes. To
0: that already submit. Yeah, of Oh my lord! Oh, uh, you know, very uh, wise. Well, uh, <laughs> uh, oh, twenty-one. Listen to this podcast and use all the quotes. Ella, take this next question because I don't I don't feel like getting into a conversation about this <laughs> this with them. You're talking about. Office some, office I'm getting nervous here. right now. I'm getting extremely nervous. I'm not sure if I even want to hear it. Just just ask the question. Okay.
1: This is Dan speaking through his yes. question. Um <laughs> I'd like to refrain from asking for your thoughts on The Last Jedi, because we'll be here all day. But <laughs> um, out of the Disney era, which has been your favorite film? That's a, yeah, what has been of your favorite film? Of the Disney
2: era? the Disney era of Star Wars. What has uh, been your favorite film? I think, without a doubt, it's Rogue One. Yeah? Hmm. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, you know.
1: I really like that one.
2: Listen, it's I don't have to tell you, but for the sake of those people listening, yeah. yeah. Everyone knows what a big Star Wars fan I am. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll tell the story one more time for those who haven't heard. In 1977, Mm -hmm. I was nine years old, and it was my first movie that I ever went to. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Yes. And it was at Bayshore Mm Drive-In. And my neighbor across the street asked me to go with him and his his sister and his father. And I, I, you know, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. And it turned out that, um, we opened the back hatch of his Pacer X, which is the car that Wayne's <laughs> in Wayne's world, they drive. You ever see that car? That, that yeah. one looks like an egg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were in that car. Mm-hmm. And, uh, when Star Wars started, it was amazing. That opening scene of A New Hope where mm-hmm. Vader comes through the door and everything else.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: The minute you saw, c three p o and r two d two I had never seen a robot before, mm-hmm. yeah, and that changed my life i just i was incredibly excited when I saw that mm-hmm. and when I think back of those to those memories of what it was like being a kid watching those films, I don't know if you guys can relate to a movie the same way mm-hmm. but for me it was um incredibly special
0: yeah mm-hmm.
2: and as the tr- as the, the trilogy unfolded, the older you got, this the excitement as that nine year old boy continued. Yeah. All right. Now you got to fast forward all the way to ninety nine when Phantom Menace comes out. Mm-hmm. Now we had thought that those movies were never going to come out again because George Lucas had said he wasn't doing them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So from the 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 early eighties, I think it was eighty four when after uh, Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, Came out. We figured we would never see it again.
0: Yeah.
2: When we heard that he was waiting for technology to catch up, and then you know, Phantom Menace was going to come out. Yeah. Well, that was a big deal.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Even though those movies weren't great movies, mm-hmm. the nine-year-old kid was there still. Yeah. yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All right. Mr. Darkerty and I, we took God to the Clone Wars. I think we took a hundred and. Hundred and thirty kids. Oh, we beat, we beat that. Oh, we yeah, beat yeah, that, but we beat so. that. But, but again, here's the thing: we yeah. were trying, we were ho- hoping for a new, a new realm of kids to, you know, teach about Star Wars. Yeah. Again, that nine year old kid was still there. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? All right. Now, fast forward to the Force Awakens. I was excited for Force <coughs> Awakens and excited for Disney and everything to take it over. And still, the nine-year-old kid was there. Yeah. But I don't know if Disney's direction for Last Jedi and everything else has held that feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm hoping that this next movie brings that all back. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, Force Awakens gave me that hope, but then Last Jedi dropped it. Yeah. And now I'm hoping this one, Rise of Skywalker, does it. When Rogue One was released, that changed it for me. I said, you know what, this is great. Mm-hmm. They finally nailed it. Yeah. This is going to be uh, the direction we're going in. Mm-hmm. Solo was good. It wasn't great. I have thoughts about Solo. I'll, I'll, I'll drop a little later. but <laughs> It was good. It wasn't great. Mm-hmm.
0: But um, I'm more excited about The Mandalorian than anything else. Yeah. You, just, you just went to the next question. The next question was about what's your... Uh, most anticipated Star Wars project is going uh, Mandalorian, without a doubt. Yeah. Because now you're into the first time ever a
2: season of, of television Star Wars, Star Wars. shows yeah. of Star Wars mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that are on the same level as the movies. Yeah. yeah. That's huge. Mm-hmm. That's huge. And for me, that's huge. I mean, we were... Look, anytime there's Star Wars, we eat it up like yeah. you know, candy. Mm-hmm. <sighs> the problem is is that Star Wars plays with your emotions. Yes. Right? <laughs> yes. And so you're up, then you're down, then you're back up again. So we're hoping to be lifted by the next movie, The Mandalorian, and everything else. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm even excited for the new Star Trek
0: projects that are coming out. Yeah, You know, there's, the new, I think it's Star Trek Destiny. Uh, Discovery, Discovery is already on their third season. They're doing Picard. With, uh, Picard, Picard looks, looks, great, looks in, great in
2: January, right? <laughs> in January, yeah. So I'm very excited for all that stuff. And plus being, you know, I, I say, you know, um, I say I would, I, as, as, you know, a person who runs Sci-Fi Club, Um, I co-moderated with Mr. Doctor. really. I mean, he's such a big fan and we're such good friends, but, you know, it makes being around you guys and being around the kids who are such fans of all these Marvel movies and everything else, um, still the nine-year-old kid is there. I guess you you see where I'm going all this? Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to lose the nine-year-old kid.
1: As long as you do this.
2: Well, Yeah, I mean, I think we all have the nine-year-old kid, in us, and I think even you guys, you don't maybe touch upon the (laughs) nine-year-old kid as often as I do, but I like being a nine-year-old kid.
1: Yeah. No, I agree with you. You know, know
2: and I think that some people, as they get older and they, you know, become, you know, adults and professionals and everything else.
1: They need that escape.
2: Well, they they lose the nine-year-old kid. Yeah. And they don't know how to get back the nine-year-old. And so I, don't, I never wanted to lose it, which mm-hmm. is the reason why I do all the things I am. You told me about, you know, Mr. Grosso, how come, you know, what's with the man bun? <laughs> the man bun is still attached to me as from when I was a kid. I mean, you know, I liked having long hair. Mm-hmm. It's part of my persona as when I was a kid. You know, when you're growing up, you're trying to be different than other people. Yeah. You're trying to stand out in the crowd. Mm-hmm. I was always a kid trying to stand out in the crowd. Yeah. I wanted to be... Better, I wanted to be noticed, and when you're in a school where most of the people were who are being noticed were athletes well you 're not going to be noticed if you look just yeah. like them so i had yeah. to I had to do something
1: and you
2: did yeah well now i 'm fifty one and now it just doesn't matter <laughs> you know, all the only, my only problem now is you know I need more
0: conditioner. I was gonna put a, I was gonna put a question like what products Steve used, but I felt like I was pushing it. Um, do you I can give you use? my whole hair thing later. Like. I would, but, I th- but we're 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 actually gonna have to like run through these. This is a question that I really like. I want to say it because I came up with it on the spot. Um You've been compared to Qui Gon Jinn, but if I said that you look like Thor in Endgame, how would you take that? I'd love it. Perfect. Ella, take the next one.
1: What are you looking it's at?
0: It's a it's a different one, but all right. It's 11. Yeah, 11, but it's 10 there. I think. But didn't he cut his hair in Endgame? No. He just he, braided it. He braided it. No, oh. he did. No, he braided it. He braided was it. Was it Infinity in. War that he? No, he, he cut, cut his, cut his, his hair, hair in Infinity War and he grew it out in Endgame because of oh. the five-year gap. Oh, okay, good. Oh, in the fat. Yeah. yeah <laughs> well, I didn't <laughs> want to say it. You said it. All right. You get to to, to work. What am I looking was at? you Ten. <laughs> fat. Ten, ten, ten. Questions, <laughs> question, question. Okay.
1: How avid was your allegiance to the sci-fi community compared to now?
0: Yeah, like back when, like you know, like you said. When you were the nine-year-old kid watching Star Wars for the first time. How avid was it then compared to now? Like, do you think it's sort of like simmered down or just increased or stayed stable? It's changed. Mm-hmm. I think it changes with
1: the type of people that are
0: in the club. Well,
2: it's not I, well, it's not the club we're talking about. We're talking about my interest in sci-fi. Oh, yeah. yeah, you're oh, Right. Honest. So obviously the club keeps it alive. I mean, you know, I guess if if the okay. club wasn't there, I would not have as much interest in it mm-hmm. because I guess life kind of gets in the way mm-hmm. yeah. um, I think I would still um, <laughs> watch the movies and enjoy them I just don 't think I would enjoy them as much mm-hmm. it it's special to be able to communicate on that sci-fi level when you're talking to kids who are the nine year old kids
1: yeah mm-hmm.
2: so you have no you can't escape it yeah. see what I'm saying yeah so now if I talk to you guys about it, you're giving me the opportunity to be that again, and so that's why I love it.
1: Yeah. yeah so I I'll think
0: it's talk. different. It's just different. See, we're fine. Should we fix it? No, no, no we're fine. Ella had a freak out moment because she thought that the mic wasn't recording, mm. but we had a backup mic, so we're good. This happens all the time. This okay. happens during mean review. All right. <laughs> Forget it. So don't look at it. All right. Let's go to the next one. Uh, I'm going to actually skip. The, the next question kind of like follows under the same categories. Okay. But I want to get to this one that I have. It's legal 13. I think you have it as 12. But um I want you to right now out as many of the closeted sci-fi in the school as you can. <laughs> out them? Yeah, out them all right now. What do you mean? But like, you want me to like name people? Like let's, spells say, spells let's spells. say let's you say this, name names? Yeah, like, let's say Mr. Kramer secretly has like, I don't know, Star Trek bed sheets and you just like I, it's you, so funny. Yeah, but it, it's not true. Or is it?
2: <laughs> I know I
0: know Mr. Hour in his room yeah, he has Mr. a picture Our of all true. the TAs on the uh, Return of the Jedi poster. And he also has a book of hidden mickeys, which is something that he's a big geek about, and so I'm not. But. Well, I think that
2: I think that um, faculty who have kids are living their Star Wars fantasies through them. <laughs> so when they buy them stuff, it's really not
0: really this for is them. So cool. it's I really have a lightsaber. Yeah, it's, it's really for them,
2: but they let them play with it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I I'll out Mr. Quinn right now. I know Mr. Quinn. I'll, I'll Mr. drop Quinn's the mic on him like right now. Mr. Geek. Oh, yeah. Okay. It, I mean, geek. Yeah, yeah, but, uh. Sorry. Yeah, but he's, he's, again, it's a loyalty. You understand? Yeah. There's a loyalty there. So, Mr. Quinn, yeah, Mr. Quinn is one of them. I'm
0: obviously Doherty. <laughs> well, that wasn't closeted. I mean, like, his closet is basically just a bunch
1: of. Is there any people that you know that, like, just don't talk about it enough because. Well, reasons.
0: don't talk about it enough? Yeah.
1: Um but it's Miss like Longerano.
0: I really? know that. I know that. Longerano, she I has know that. she all has right. a, on, on in her room on the window, she has a picture of a Lego Star Wars <laughs> Yoda with a Mickey hat on and a so. and an R2D2. And she has this little like cabinet and she opens it up and it's like the math side will be with you and she carries around this bag from Star Wars uh yeah. Star Wars celebration <laughs> all the time. Okay. And her ringtone is R2D2. Alright. Her <laughs> ringtone this, is R2D2. Yes, yes. <laughs> Miss Longerano goes to see the movies at
2: midnight. Really? Every year. Every time they come Why out. Why does she come with us? Oh, she, Well, does because she, she saw them already.
0: No. Yeah, she oh! sees it at midnight oh, Thursday, We, we oh, see midnight them the, the next, next day. Oh, she's. Okay.
2: But okay. this year, she's coming with us. <gasps> oh,
0: that's like, aww. Yeah. Okay. I
2: can't wait for her to this be like, is kind of yeah, This twist. is the first time. Yeah, this <laughs> is the first time. I mean, think about I mean, you talk about Star Wars geeks and talk about Miss Longerano. If we get the 501st,
1: She's or, well
2: she might I don't know, she, I'll might, I'll, I'll 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 with her. she might I'll cry. She might cry her. She might faint. I'll cry. With her. She <laughs> might faint. So She's if I had to out somebody I'm outing in I'll get Long I'll, I'll, I'll get the search of That's it so
0: Yeah, it's I'll funny
2: cry. too, because she and <laughs> I, I, I she and I, w don't get an opportunity to see each other often. Yeah. Because our schedules never really cross. Mm-hmm. So uh when they do cross it always seems it's like late December Star Wars. And so for some reason, we always end up in the same place and it's always the same conversation every year. I say, oh, hey, Jean, how you doing? She says, oh, hey, Glenn. And we always go, you still work here? <laughs> and then we go, did you see it? And that's it. And next thing you know, it's Star Wars talk from the, from then on. Oh, wow. And uh, what'd you think? And she always starts before me, so she's always saying, "I can't tell you, this is a big deal." Mm-hmm. Yeah. and yes. it's just a lot of fun, you know. Mm-hmm. It's it's fun to be able to share that with everybody, yeah. Because they all are. they are still, uh, uh, keeping the theme, they still are those kids, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that makes it special, I think, for you guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, Star Wars is t- dying down a bit. Everybody knows that. We get admit it. Yeah, so.
0: yeah. Of of course. I mean, there's other movies that are taking over. The Marvel yeah. Cinematic Universe is like the big focal point. Everyone's like, "Oh, why Star is Star Wars not doing so good?" Because Iron Man just, you know, snapped his fingers.
2: Right. Whatever. I mean, it's 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 all of those things, and we get it, <coughs> but it's still alive, and mm-hmm. we keep it alive, and so we're going to yeah. uh, we're going to do that.
0: The way that I see it is that it's it's a thing that you pass down. Like I know that Star Wars wasn't passed down in my family. Indiana Jones. Was not
1: my yeah, no, too. Good.
0: My my dad was a is still a big Harrison Ford fan. He loves Indiana Jones. He loves He likes his parts of Star Wars. He's not a big Star Wars guy, but um Yeah, my dad. Yeah, lots of Star Wars, sure.
1: <laughs> well, I love Indiana Jones.
0: I remember mm-hmm. going to
2: the movie movie theater to watch the first Raiders of the Lost Ark. Mm-hmm. But um
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know, mm-hmm. the, 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 as they got newer <laughs>
0: The later ones. They just weren't. Yeah, they weren't. Okay, I I could have this debate forever. Uh, Crystal Skull is an abomination against humanity and to anyone's eyes and ears. But um, I do believe that the original trilogy is on the par, if not personally, maybe better than the original trilogy of Star Wars. Well. That's that's my (laughs) opinion, just because, like, it's my opinion. Okay, but, it, but it's just it's because you know the generational thing. My dad passed it down
2: to. I would say though, I would say that it was one of the most original.
0: Mm-hmm. The yeah. Risky
2: of a lost Star, okay. one of the most original movies of the of time. Mm-hmm. Mean, Nothing and, is in, it, and it, in my yeah, opinion. Right, but even think about it now. I mean, to go to a movie and see an actual movie that was that's actually original, yeah, and complete concept is very rare. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, I'll, you know, everything seems to be today some kind of a remake of something. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to see a remake a of something. I want to see something that is born from nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, blank canvas, create it, create a whole new world, mm-hmm. which yeah. was what Star Wars and Raiders of the Lost Ark did.
0: Yeah, and a lot of films of the time, like you know, we can't just limit ourselves to Star Wars and Indiana Jones, course. like. We could also talk, like, of that generation, you have stuff like Back to the Future. You have stuff like yeah. Gremlins. You have stuff like, Great this, movies. this yeah. is my personal, I don't know if you know, you probably do, Dark Crystal. Oh, my God. Dark Crystal. I could I talk with you about him. Dark Crystal. Like, oh, my God. Hours and hours. Yeah, and you know what's
2: funny is, it, is I just watched it again. I
0: finished, I,
2: I, I watched it the second that, time already because I finished the show. Well, the show I just started watching. <laughs> And uh, it's just like it's so the movie. I mean, it so feels just like it. There's also a, another documentary. I don't know if you know that. I'm gonna watch that one. Yeah, how they make all the all yeah. the stuff. But um, yeah, Dark Crystal. But that Dark Crystal got lost in the Dark
0: w- Crystal became a cult classic yeah, over time. Yeah, but, but, but you know, but, but when I was your age,
2: even younger than you. I was reading the Tolkien books. Yeah, and so mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings was a big deal. Oh, 100%. and it's you know once we got done with you know Two Towers and Return of the Ch- uh, Return, Return uh, the King, and everything else. Well, then you know you didn't know where to go, and then we found out there was another book, mm-hmm. and so we went. We read the Silmarillion, and then it just was like yeah. you, you were delving into these worlds that were completely original. Mm-hmm. It was all about the lore. Like yeah, it continuously. And I didn't get that from Harry Potter. Like Harry Potter, even though I liked mm-hmm. the, the concept, I just didn't get the feeling. You know, mm-hmm. I, it didn't it didn't do for me what those other things did. It didn't, It was yeah. a little still too too
0: childish in my eyes. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I don't know. Look, it, what mean, everybody's into. Yeah. But, I mean, like, you know, I understand that, but that's the argument that I hear from a lot of people for the first half because it does get darker. Like it gets it does, darker as it goes. Exactly. Like, that's one thing that I think. Um, Star Wars tried to do, especially from the jump from you know New Hope to uh, Empire, was like, oh, you grew through, you grew three years three years older. We're gonna amp up the stakes, and we're gonna you know make we're gonna they're gonna lose, you know right. that sort of thing. But isn't that though the the isn't that though the way trilogies work?
1: Yeah.
0: I mean,
2: the first movie, you know, sets the tone. The second movie, it becomes dark. That something happens to the the heroes. And then in the third movie, there's some kind of redemption at the end, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's, it is like that. But when you read, when I was reading the, the Lord of the Rings and Tolkien stuff, it never was like that. I never felt like that. I always felt like after every you know, paragraph or every chapter you read, there was something new again. Oh. And it was always something more to delve into, yeah. and th- the worlds got deeper, which is the reason why Game of Thrones was so interesting mm-hmm. because Game of Thrones gave people who were fans of Tolkien the opportunity to delve into something deeper. yeah the books were very <laughs> deep they 're hard they 're a hard read for certain people, and that was what Tolkien was for us when we were younger, yeah. so before Star Wars and all that
0: other stuff, I mean Tolkien was really where we were we were all running to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So this, I, as much as I'd love to make this the longest episode, go ahead. Um, Who has the longest? Answer? I believe it's Mr. McKenna, but that's kind of expected because he talks a lot. Yeah. This was also around Oscar season. This was around Oscar season, and you know him; he's just gonna go on and on about like some nobody's heard of except for me and him. But um, I, I don't want to talk about *Stars Born*. So, Ooh. all right, we'll talk about that next time. But I do have a semi-challenge question, sort of thing. Ella, if you'd like to read the last question. Okay. Go ahead.
1: So Desarno, Desarno, Desarno failed to beat Maldonado's record for the most viewed episode on the feed, therefore losing his chance at a season three premiere episode.
0: Yes, so what, the bet that we made was basically if Desarno could get more views, listens, than Maldonado, he would be the season three premiere. He lost, he actually got a third of what Maldonado got. And then it became a fourth of what Maldonado got. So yeah. he lost that, right? You and I have that right. So, DeSarno might have beat you. So, our real question here is what's your message to DeSarno?
1: Mm-hmm. And? Do you think you can beat Maldonado's record?
2: Do I think I can beat Maldonado's record? Yeah. Absolutely. Maldonado's
0: record. Of course, is right I wouldn't now, do it if I couldn't. It's at 415. <laughs> wow. 415. I think 200 views of that uh, came from the first weekend, and they came from Woodruff's Cup. Um, <laughs> okay. So, you're
2: saying. Can I beat Maldonado 415? Yes, 415. And what about DeSarno? Sarn- What's I, I message? Think my message to him? Your yeah. message to DeSarno. Step aside. Ooh, <laughs> That's the message. Ooh. Step e. aside. I mean, you know, there's a new sheriff
0: in town. Oh. oh, well. All right. And now that sheriff is going to be signing off with his uh, little deputies. So, yes. I think you might have taken my person I'm sorry. But... <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. See, I know I'm short, Dan. <laughs> okay, I needed one joke in there. All right, short jokes, fat jokes. It's
2: all right. We get them all <laughs> <right> here. <laughs> you guys want to make a joke about it's me? Okay, hair jokes, fun <laughs>
0: jokes. It's all right. Whatever you guys want what to talk about. about. I mean, I love really, nothing bothers it looks, me. It looks fun in the shirt. me. In I know district. you, you district didn't say us. anything about my beard, but go ahead. Well, I kind we of I, I said the four <laughs> thing, but that's a, that's the I don't a know about great, but
1: oh, I haven't. Can I squeeze in one more question? Yes. Have you ever dyed any of
2: <laughs> yeah, like every two months. Really? Absolutely.
1: Do you use like salt and pepper for blondes?
2: No, no. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Honestly, I'm no, going. No, my
1: dad. Oh, okay. I'm going <laughs> the end of the oh, month. Oh, 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 oh. oh. I'm, I'm going like to get my hair done at the, end, the, of the end of the no. month. No. My hair, my oh, beard, and everything. My I do it all. Great. Yeah, I have Did you to. you tell me, or do you think i would
2: notice? Uh, you would totally notice. Okay. I think
1: like I've never noticed. Well, if
2: you watch the the video. You you there's you can't not notice. Okay. I actually went too dark. <laughs> so, you know, so my beard was way darker, right. my hair was way darker, of course, yeah, yeah. Right.
0: So that about does it. Thank you. You, you want yours. to know about the products that I use? Well, maybe next time. I think we should do this. If you beat Maldonado, you are the season finale. The season finale. And the first question will be about your hair
1: products. Yes, I know it will be about the Excellent. hair products.
2: Good. I'll tell you about how the person who was Ann Taylor's uh hairdresser, mm-hmm. taught me how to take
0: care of my hair. Oh, Lord.
1: Well,
2: <laughs> you know who me a was, right? I,
0: more or less. Let's get back to that season finale, if you beat it.
1: Dan's, Dan's really got to go. I actually
0: <laughs> have to catch a bus. <laughs> I thought this, I thought it was trying to be the longest episode. Well, I think you already just reached it. There you go. I think you just Dan's became the longest episode. Bus right now, Excellent. <laughs> yeah, I think we're good to go. Thank you Dan. Well, Thank son. you for thank having you me so on. Much. I appreciate it. Right, thank Thanks you, for Ella. listening. Thank Bye you guys. so much. Uh, Maldonado, you know, you're right there. Maldonado, Maldonado um, uh, be careful. Hide yourself in the locker rooms of shamana where you teach. <laughs> um, all right. See you guys later. Uh, next episode is Mr. Somo and Miss Angada. So that will be fun. I'm recording that tomorrow because I'm busy and I have to just get those all done in one shot. But all right. Thank you guys for listening. See you guys next time. Go standards.